Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. We're the stars of this piece of shit. I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? Ooh. I am OG. Oh look, he's got a billion toys. I am PK. <laughs> I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Biz Legends box set. Fucking garbage! Why? Why? You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are? Ah, curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. Big Kev's Geek Stuff dot. You fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want! is Wyatt. <laughs> Hi, how's it going? I'm I'm doing good. <laughs> this is uh this is Geek Stuff episode 430. We are going to call this one this evening uh Ken only cares about Westworld. <laughs> because uh because Ken only cares about Westworld. I mean, yeah, pretty much. Um although I will say uh, I will say that uh, after last week, I promised that I would catch up prior to episode five. Yes. Uh, and then that night I watched one and two. A day and a half later, I watched three and I've watched four twice now. Yes. So so I am caught up well before five. I uh, So my wife and I, first, my wife is as enthralled with this show as I am. Right. And I'm thrilled about that. I'm really thrilled about that. We both have a show that the, the two of us are ecstatic about and talking about and loving. Um, so we, we elected between the two of us to do, uh, you know, while the show is young in its infancy, we have, uh, it's four episodes in, right. Let's, uh, let's rewatch what we have so far and see what we've missed and, uh, and get into it. And we started rewatching the episodes and all that. What she didn't know is prior to us starting our official together rewatch, I was already watching it again. <laughs> So you've seen each episode how many times now? I've watched each ep- episode uh, three times now. Three times. Lovely. Uh, I, I have not been obsessed at this level with the show in uh, – it's a long time. Yeah. Uh, I, I hate to say it. I, I hate to say it. Um, but I, I don't think since deep, deep thought, deep, deep like – Intent ravaging, looking up like multiple fan theories, kind right. of intense. I, maybe Lost. I feel like there was something after Lost somewhere in between there that I'm For missing. Me, the most recent that I got really deep into would probably be Fringe. Uh, yeah. Fringe, I got really heavy into. Uh, you know, but, reading and getting into like uh, groups and whatnot, and, t- and talking about different theories of where it's going and all that. Um, so that that's probably the most recent. But I, but I still wasn't the level of obsessed with Fringe. Uh, that I was with this like fringe. I, I watched, I went through that once. And, and I think the difference with fringe is um, that fringe started off as very episodic. It was monster of the week. Yeah. So it wasn't until probably like season three or so where the story started to really like fully develop into, into this a bigger mythos, deeper narrative. And, and once they went into the alternate universe, that's when right. things really got like, holy, what the hell, hell is going on? Right. So you already um, had like two seasons under your belt at yeah. that point. And it was a different kind of uh, exploration, yeah. I think. And the, the alternate universe was not a thing that I was expecting when that, when that came to, uh, to, uh, to fruition, it was, mm. it was very surprising. I, I loved it. I, I we kind of differ on, on our love of fringe. I think you, yeah. you were not as into it as I was. I, I really dug how that show landed. Um, but Westworld, man, I, holy shit, this show, I, I, I love everything about this, this show. 
so far. It, it's it, it it's it's just remarkable. It, it, and from a, from a storytelling standpoint, it's it's absolutely phenomenal. From a from a performance standpoint, I, I mean, there are so many heavy hitting acting performances in this in this show. I, uh, it's I, glorious. I always forget. Um, actually, very very quickly, quick quick aside before we get too far into this. Uh, Big Kev is not with us this evening. Obviously, you haven't heard him. Um, he's attending to some uh, personal issues, and uh, he should be back with us next week. We hope. So, uh, so yes, he is, uh, he's just on a, on a hiatus. We all need it sometimes every now and again, life crops up and pops up and, uh, he can address that more if he wishes when he comes back. But, uh, so there it is. Uh, I didn't want to, I didn't want to gloss over that. Right. But, um, Westworld. Yeah. Um, I always forget until I'm deeply enthralled in watching something, just how good and how much of a motherfucker Anthony Hopkins is. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I always forget. And then I'm always re-surprised by his performance and the way he commands. The, the layers behind him right now. And, and it's like he kind of started mm. as uh, – he, he was kind of, you know, the, the old guy in charge yeah. of things, you know, and, and seemed, seemed fairly innocuous in the early episodes. And the most recent episode, in episode four, when he lays it on the line in that little uh, lunch meeting with, with another that's, character. That's the turn. It's it, you really see the 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 power that this this he, I mean he's essentially a god in this world yeah. that he has created. You're like oh and, shit he he bad and he he knows it he yeah. absolutely knows it. You mean bad like villainous or you just mean bad as in badass? No, like badass. Like, yeah, okay. like so, well, we, we don't really know anyone. The intentions of everyone are not a hundred percent clear uh, for for these characters. There there is some grayness to uh, to these characters that you would initially think would be black or white. Um, Ed Harris. Is uh, had some surprises come out of uh, his character this week, uh, uh, the Man in Black. Yeah, the one the one scene around the campfire yeah. was was pretty, sp- and that spoiled a lot of theories too. Yes, yes, it did. So uh, I'm tr- I'm trying to remain as spoiler free as possible. I know. When, when uh, do we well get when touchy. do we get to really delve into this? Is, is it uh, after five? Can we can we? Okay, this is we're gonna say this now. We're gonna say this today. Okay, we're giving the audience until episode five to catch up. If you don't. That's fine. Okay. But after episode five airs, which will be this weekend, so this next, week's, Sunday, yep. next week's show, we're going to talk about Westworld. You could choose Sounds to tune good. out for that segment. We've given you, you we've Ample given warning. you time to catch up. We've given you time to catch up. And li- listen, folks, I mean, you saw, you saw, you heard me last week yeah. berate the shit out of OG over here to, uh, to get caught up and start watching this show. Or was, no, I'm sorry, it was two weeks ago, wasn't it, when I created uh, you? Or no, we, no, no, it was, it was last week. You caught up within a week. Yeah, yeah within a congratulations, week. Congratulations, sir. Um, you heard me berate him, and I, I berate you just the same. You're, you, you, are, you are missing out. You are missing out if you are not uh, uh, checking out but, this show. Um, but that being said, I don't want to cut you off, but that being said, the, one of the reasons why I was a little slow to the draw is that because I really wanted to have the time to dedicate to it. Yeah. So in your effort to catch up, don't rush it. No. Find the time. To watch it, one a night, Here, one every um, other night. Here's your viewing experience. You don't you don't want to binge watch it. I, I make the joke like I, I really want the next episode and I want to binge watch it. Yeah. But being able to have this week to to mull it over, right? Uh, to discuss it with uh, with not only my wife but with you and, and you know, people online and, and other friends that are watching it, like really discussing the 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 possibilities of the show, the things we're impressed with about this show, the things that are interesting about the developments and the characters in the show, which are tremendous, the sympathy that this show is drawing for robots. Oh my god, <sighs> is is a, it's it's really astounding writing. So your experience need, needs to be watch one a night. If if you're in rewatch mode, plow through them. I, I yeah. was doing two at a time when I was rewatching where I could. Um, so you know that's that's one approach. But but I I strongly suggest you take it at least one a night. Uh, you know if you want to do consecutive nights, that's that's on you. But you really want to chew this show. I, four and was savor the, it. Episode four was the first one I felt like I really needed to rewatch. Like I might go back and watch the first three at some point. Yeah. But episode four has a lot. Four opens up a lot has of a doors. a lot going on. And admittedly, when I watched it the first time, I think I got caught up on some stuff. And so I missed some stuff. And when I was reflecting back on it this morning, I was thinking to myself, shit, there's like a void in my mind. And I know I saw something, but I, I just didn't digest it all. So four, I really had to go back and watch. And like some of the questions that I was asking you today, for example, was stuff that I missed. Right. The first, like, I don't know how I missed that little... That little bit about the when he was 
Anyway, <laughs> damn it! You know, the thing we talked about with the um, yes, uh, with the, the booms, uh, the skill roll. Yes, uh, with the yeah. skill roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So little things like that, I I missed, and I just don't. It, it's a lot. You have to really pay attention uh, when you're ready. It's certainly worth going back to the uh, the the episodes from the start because I th- this show is so goddamn rich with with subtleties and and things that you know that tie into later episodes so there's things that happen in episode four and when i went back to episode one i'm like oh oh oh, oh shit and well well some of this makes a whole lot more sense now about the the, the patterns that they follow and the, and the path the path of the uh of the hosts uh and such so it's um it stands up uh to rewatching it and i recommend rewatching if you're a fan of the show and you enjoy it i recommend rewatching because i i have picked up numerous things that i completely missed right. and i've been paying attention like a motherfucker on this show um which is the other thing that i want to uh implore you to do when you are watching this show and uh and you are taking it in for the first time eliminate your distractions yeah put down your phone do do yeah. yourself the service of of even shutting off the phone, which I've done for a couple right. episodes now, eliminate the distractions. You, do, you're doing yourself a disservice if you pick that thing up to tweet somewhere in there because the moment you you even look down to reach for the phone, you're going to miss something that's going to blow your mind. There's just a lot to process. So eliminate your distractions. Give this show – and you owe it to the show too because they, sure. they, are, they are clearly putting in beautiful work into this show and they deserve every moment of attention that you, you give it. I'm uh, going to drop one – Sort of spoiler. So spoiler alert if you want to be completely clear. But we've kind of talked about this on the show already. Mm -hmm. Um, But I am convinced at this point in the show that – I am convinced at this point in the show that Roman and medieval exist or existed at some point. Yep. And I'm I'm still really teetering on the – is this actually some sort of – Direct, but not really direct sequel to the original film. I, I'm I'm hovering on that too, and, uh, and I'm it, just going to leave it there. They um, well, we, we this this doesn't go into into spoil territory, yeah. I think, because right now we're in speculation mode. Sure. So this is this is pure speculation. Don't take it as spoilers. Um, but uh, they allude several times in the show to uh, to 30 years ago. Yep. And uh, this isn't a spoiler, but they they allude to uh, it's it's only spoken about that there was a critical failure uh, over 30 years ago. Um, and, uh, so it, it, um, I have that suspicion that, uh, it, it may tie into the original Westworld film in that respect where maybe the critical failure is what happened in that film. And I don't think it's and, a direct sequel. Yeah. What I think is that at some point they're going to reference something similar to what you saw in the original film right. as what I happened imagine there'll 30 be a, years a tip ago. Of the hat. If, if they did a digital Yule Brenner in some fashion, yeah. I wouldn't be upset with that either. I think that would be a, a great tip of the hat, but, but also that <laughs> would, I mean, that would fully, that would take a sledgehammer to the point of, yeah, the, uh, the original film happened and we're, we're in the, you know, the wake of that. So I, I, I don't yeah. know if they would go quite that length, but it, it would be interesting to see. Uh, and I, I wouldn't be unhappy if they did, and I won't be unhappy if they don't. Right. You know, that's the neat thing about this show is there are myriad directions they can go in. There are myriad things they can do, and all of them are fucking awesome. <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, the, the sequel of the original film called Future World uh, really dives into the, the alternate worlds a little bit. And I, while I, I, I really can't recommend the film, we, we right. sat through it uh, a week or two ago, uh, but, but before last week's episode, yeah. I, I mentioned it. It's, it's basically terrible. <laughs> Yul Brenner shows up again in a dream sequence that Blythe Danner has. Right. Blythe Danner and Peter Fonda are admirable actors of, of, uh, of that particular time frame, and they're terrible. In, the, in this movie, I've never seen worse acting from wow. from people that are that are surely capable of better. At, at the very least, Blythe Danner, Peter Fonda, yeah. hit or miss. She's a wonderful actress, and she is wretched in this Oof. movie. Wretched. Um, but the movie uh, alludes to uh, you know there there is a medieval world there, and there was like a space world in there as well. Mm. Um, and now, again, I, I got to stress this is speculation. Correct. Uh, based on what is is from that movie, I I don't sincerely think that Future World is going to tie to any of this because that movie is so terrible. Right. Um, but in Future World, it, it was revealed in that film and in that reality um, that uh, the hosts in the park and the robots people are interacting with as part of the fantasy are not the only robots. And it's, in fact, run by robots in the various control areas down there. Oh, interesting. So what that causes for me is the speculation, and it's, it's just a logical speculation that a lot of people have come to even without that movie, 
that it's entirely possible that the show, uh, the, the people down underground may not be people themselves. Right. And I'm starting to wonder, is everybody a fucking robot down in this, in this entire show? And, and only the guests are, uh, right. are, are, are flesh and blood, uh, uh, eyes on the park there's there's a lot of there's areas we could talk about there but millions that, of possibilities but that starts to go into spoiler territory right I think. right so we'll, so we'll save some speculative of that. it's thoughts yeah. um you know if you have thoughts about westworld and uh if you've checked it out and uh whatnot you know there's a gvm line you can call 425-920-6050 and you might hear yourself on the big Cat's geek stuff there you go so yeah, um, I, yeah, I, I could t- literally talk about this for the I know, entire show. I know. We're gonna have to launch our own separate Westworld podcast where we just review uh, the episodes. I am, I am happy to uh, <laughs> happy to do that. So yes, watch that fucking show. That's your homework, people. Uh, watch it. So um, let let's move on to the uh, the the let's move on to the Deadpool news since we we started off with that lovely song. Uh yes that is correct we have uh, we have Westpool news uh yeah uh, Tim Miller the director <laughs> of the first film um is l- not on board for the second film due to creative differences which scares me terribly ah uh, yeah I'm um Ryan Reynolds is still on board of course because he is the heart and soul soul of it's the film his project but here's the interesting part the creative differences. We're not with Fox. That's what I expected to read when I read that article, that he was having issues with Fox. He was, it was between the two of them. It was right? between him and Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. That's interesting to me. Yeah. And it, it could uh, – the only thing that makes me less worried is the fact that it, it – it, not only this source that we're we're pulling from, but but several sources report that it was amicable. Right. And it, you they know, weren't they said, this already isn't filming. Yeah. Right. It's not like it's not like someone has to come in now and pick up the pieces. Yeah. Really, I mean, they have to. You know, things might be delayed because they have to find a new director, and we'll, we'll get to that in a second. But, um, but uh, look, it, it's not going to be the same exact team that brought you the first one. Sometimes that's a good thing. Yeah. Sometimes that's a bad thing. Come Only in, time come will with tell. a fresh set of eyes, you right. know, uh, and to uh, to keep it fresh. You, know, you don't you don't want to have you don't want to follow a formula, especially with Deadpool. So. I, I would hope that whoever comes in knows what worked with the first one and while you certainly don't want to make it formulaic they will acknowledge and embrace what worked in the first one and not stray too far from right. it for uh, whatever for whatever use the what, sequel is planned. use what worked and bring your own element to right. it and, and and create something that's that is fresh and not sure. just you know not not uh second verse same as the first right um let's talk about the tarantino thing very said, yeah, very quickly we already know who i mean the fans have chosen no who the director is going to be for the next not film. this fan they have uh, they have chosen they have they have set up a petition mm-hmm. and they mean business because we all know all of us you me everybody knows how how petitions online petitions especially uh really uh work yeah no no not at all Taran- tarantino look i love tarantino I consider myself a Tarantino fan, Absolutely, although, but for, but not but for, not for Deadpool. It is the of, wrong. It the, is the wrong. He is the not, dude can't commit to his own passion projects yeah, no. and takes a lifetime to get them off the ground. Not only that, but he does not have the right tone, no, or sense of humor. He's got a good sense of humor. It's dark and it's twisted, but he is not have the right sense of humor for Deadpool. Deadpool has to be much more on the nose yep. and a little less cerebral at times, and that is not Tarantino's wheelhouse. No, people not at think all. Tarantino because they want to see the. The violent factor, I think, upped. And it worked very well in the first Deadpool movie. But we don't need Tarantino violence no. in a Deadpool movie. We don't. You don't need it. I And Tarantino violence it, it would even be almost... It, it could land almost too cartoonish. Of course. And ridiculous uh, for even Deadpool. Deadpool, the, the, the first film, was just right on the violence front. But I, I just... I, he I, needs I, to stay away from comic book movies. Because entirely. His, his over-the-top campy violence when placed into a comic book movie I, I you're right it would end up being cartoony it would end up being almost a parody you know right. kill bill as much as i like kill bill kill bill kind of skated that line a little bit for me and it, and it worked for the tone of kill bill right for, for what that was but that's um, as close as he but could it, get it's also an original work like right. it's not, not an adaptation it's an Correct. it's clearly an original work and it's clearly an original tarantino piece yeah and every i love kill bill across the board right um, and I'm still dying to see the whatever uh, the the full cut version of the whole thing in one shot, uh, which maybe, yeah. maybe one day will exist. We'll see. But um, yeah, I 
Yeah, no. Tar- Tarantino has to stick with his original properties. That's his. He's got to tell his stories, and that's it. Don't don't try to recruit. And he, he's not going to fly for it anyway. No. But don't don't even try to recruit him into it. You're you're picking the you're you're no. picking the wrong horse. And, and 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 this is another example of the internet trying to demand something that they're not entitled to. Right. In a weird way. I mean, there's not an outrage. It's not sparking controversy. I'm really trying hard to not talk about controversy, but it's not sparking controversy. But this is this this is this weird sort of like, well, this is what we think is the right thing, and so this is the way it should be, and no. we're gonna. No, you don't have the right to that no. creative decision. And, and to do the, the on, this is this is why online petitions make me ill at this point anymore because there was a point in time early on, maybe you know at the inception of Change.org, where they actually got some stuff done. Sure, you know people spread their voice, but it's so easy, so stupidly easy to make a petition. For the dumbest things, yep. it's it's completely diluted now. They are they are useless. They are useless, and they really it's just it's just another uh, online wine fest. You know, it, like like you know, jerk offs with podcasts. Yeah, exactly. Complaining about life, the universe, and everything. Exactly. You know, but uh, yeah, I it, there it's it's just it just it's got this entitled sort of ring to it that bugs the shit out of me like yeah. let's get together and, and speculate hey you know who'd be a cool director tap 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 in the online forums i yeah. think quentin tarantino would be great comment thread comment thread you know let's talk about it on that on that front but to go to the length of like we're making a petition because right. we want tarantino stop it stop it yeah stop it it's 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 a weird self sense of self-importance and entitlement you hit it right on the head with that have you have you checked out black mirror at all uh i have only we, we watched uh uh, the wife and I watched one episode ages ago, we, and we saw the, uh, the the pig fucker episode. Okay, uh, I haven't seen that. One. I, we watched it at a time where I just wasn't in the headspace for stuff that was right. quite that dark. So we, I walked away from it with the intention of like, you know, when I'm happy again, right. let me watch something that's going to make me miserable and scared. Um, so I'm ready uh, for Black Mirror again. <laughs> so, so very quickly, I'm not going to dwell on this, but for those of you that don't know, Black Mirror is. Um, is not episodic or serial storytelling. It's much more like Twilight Zone, yeah. where each episode stands alone, and so you could pick, pretty much pick and choose to watch them in any order that you want to watch them. And it's all like modern tech based, pretty much like the horrors of our of our yes. connection to modern technology and what can go awry with that. Is so I'm gathering. So with that in mind, and with the conversation we just had in mind, check out season three, episode one, Nosedive. Um, I just watched. That's the first episode of Black Mirror I is this ever the one watched. About, like the stars. Yes. Star ratings, okay. Because I, I've only heard allusions to uh, you know I've got two point five stars and all that and and so on. So uh, yes, I, I, I know nothing else beyond that. Watch but. it; it's a good hour, and it won't <clears throat> it won't completely uh, it won't com- frighten you or completely make you depressed. It will probably open your eyes a little bit to where technology is going if we're not careful. Interesting. Okay, um, but it's a really good thought provoking episode, and like I said, you can watch them in any order you want because. They don't relate back to each other, really. So, right, right. Um, that was the first episode I had ever seen. I had never watched Black Mirror. And check it out. And people kept on saying, "You have to watch." Black it's on. Mirror. It's on my list. My wife yeah. wants nothing to do with it whatsoever. It's. it's she might like too, that one. Too dark and whatnot. So I, I, I'll kind of pre-screen some of these, I guess. And she would see not like can... the one after that one. Oh no! I watched season three, episode one, which was Nosedive, and I watched season three, episode two, which was Playtest. Um, you'd probably dig Playtest. Right. Uh, I was terrified of more than fifty percent of the episode because I don't like spiders. Oh but... lord. But uh, it was really good. But I don't, I don't think I don't think the misses would care for that one. But I think she would like nosedive because it's really thought provoking. And I think on that front, she might be interested in it. So okay. that one might be. I one will. You can, uh, uh, I'll keep her in the other. loop and see if I can get her on on board for that one at least. You know, and as far as shows that make us uh, leery and nervous, as far as uh, where we can go with technology, uh, Westworld. Yes. Yes. Uh, let me just tell you, it, uh, we get it. You 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 only want. But we did, there are other things in the news, uh, PK. Uh, let's talk about Donald Glover real quick. Uh, has been cast because I know we're going to. He in Westworld. Opinion. He's not. Fuck. Um, he has been cast as a young Lando Calrissian in the upcoming Han Solo, Solar, uh, Han Solo solo picture. Wow. That... Wow. I didn't realize I had to say solo solo, and my brain shut down. I, I was ready to call nine one one because I, yeah. I was like, okay, smile, <laughs> lift both your arms up. <laughs> Wow, I almost just had a Westworld moment. I almost had an Android. <laughs> I almost went on loop. I was waiting to see your your eyeball do that wacky like oh, that, that eye's looking everywhere else, and the other one's straight. Um, I mean, is anybody really surprised by this at all? I, I was. I was pretty surprised by. It. You know why? First of all, I wasn't one hundred percent sure if they were going to go so far as to bring Lando in. Although we all all all, all expected it, right? But I I don't know. Donald Glover just wasn't on my radar. 
when they when they said it, I was like, I could absolutely see that. Now I know Donald Glover from Community, obviously. Yeah. Um, I know some of his music as well. I don't hate some of his music. Um, I haven't watched Atlanta yet, but I hear it's amazing, yeah. and I hear that he is uh, great in it, and that it's a good show. Um, but knowing the kind of knowing the kind of character that Lando is. And the archetype that he is, I could probably easily see Donald Glover sliding into that role. Um, And he's young and he's upcoming and he's a name, which is interesting because he's probably going to end up being the biggest name in that movie, I would think. Yeah. I mean, depending on how how Han Solo himself handles the role. I mean, it's... Alden Enrich... Yeah. And yeah. That, that's a role. I, I mean, oh God, that, I don't, I don't care how much money guy. you drive a truck up to my house with. That's, I do not, I would not want to touch that role. No. The, the pressure, uh, from the assholes in, in, uh, in within this community and, uh, and fighting for the acceptance uh, of, of being uh, young Harrison Ford. Good fucking luck to I, you, dude. I would argue, um, I would argue that that has got to be the hardest role to try or the hardest character to try to reclaim the mantle of, yeah. whether it be forward or backwards. Because it's not a James Bond situation. It's, James, we're, we're, we know that James Bond changes as, right. as actors get older. But but both uh, uh, Harrison Jones... Uh, Harrison Christ. Jones? Uh, you just had a birtation. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely having an aneurysm. Harrison Indiana Ford. Jones yes. and uh, Han Solo right. are, are so... So they are Harrison Ford. They like are. They are so closely tied to him and his style and and his and the smirk. Right. The smirk is that's an important thing to have down. I mean, um, you know, so it's they are there's something that's so closely tied to him that it's it's very hard to to separate those and 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 give them to a new actor. So it's I I just I do not envy this position and, for that guy at all. It's one of those roles where you're actually concerned, even for the original actor. When they have to come back and try to reclaim the role. Yeah. Like, for, exa- for example, on Solo, right? We were all excited that Harrison Ford was in it because Harrison Ford. Right. But at the same time, I'd be lying if I didn't say, is oh, he, God. How much is he going to phone this thing in? How, right. How is he going to handle yeah. putting on the blaster and, not only and that, saddling up against next to a Wookiee? Him saddling up for the, for the role <sighs> again. And also the writing. Is the writing yeah. going to get him right? You know, I, and I, I, uh, he did it. I mean, Harrison Ford did it. His I, performance was yeah, fu- perfect in, in episode seven. So I do not envy this kid. Um, and and the, my only concern with Donald Glover is I hope that he I hope that he nails the suave as much as he yeah. nails the snark. Um, and if he can do that and I think he can. But if he can do that, I think he'll be a fine choice for that role. Yeah. I have no problems with it. Um can I say something that's going to get me in trouble with the, with you know, with geekdom? Yeah, go ahead. I can't stand Donald Glover. That's fine. <laughs> look, a, a lot of people can't. But I, what are you? Are you basing it just on Community? I I I have seen precious little of Community. I, I've right. seen his stand up. Uh, I've seen uh, a Community, and um, I there's I, he just he's he just irritates me. Okay. Now, I, that doesn't change the the fact that I. He's a, I feel he's an obvious choice from a from a uh, a, a a geek cred standpoint. Sure, you know he he carries a lot of prestige amongst the fans, mm-hmm. and uh, and that is that's a great and smart casting choice from that angle. Um, I I I don't he just kind of was is irritating to me. I don't really find him funny. His standup was just was just more grating and irritating. To right, me. I just I just can't get into him from a personality standpoint. But I, this could be the thing that turns him around for me. I don't know. You know what, though? I Again, with, you know, with stand-up, uh, and I, I don't want to play point-counterpoint with you. I've, I don't know his stand-up very well. But I will say that there are people who stand-up I think is terrible. Or, but when they act, it's fine and vice versa. There are, mm. there are brilliant stand-up comedians who couldn't act oh, yeah. to save their life. So I, I'm trying to base it more on community um, and the little I've seen, the clips I've seen of Atlanta to, um, to to judge it, I really liked Community. I thought he was really funny on that show, mm. but he was goofy on that show, and that's right. where my concern comes in. I think he's a fine actor. Lando should not be a he, goofy he character cannot be, at well, all. Well, that's why I said he needs yeah. to nail the suave. If he can nail the suave mm-hmm. of Billy D. Williams and that character, he'll be fine. If he if he treads too close to camp, 
it's gonna it's gonna fizzle and burn, yeah. and it's gonna be it's gonna be bad. We we are it's it's frightening territory. Yeah, and and I yeah, there was I was not at all disappointed in what happened with Force Awakens. Right, you know, it, I really feel like Disney's got a got a handle on this stuff. Uh, haters be damned. Um, you know, and and by the looks of things, everything looks really wonderful for what we're about right. to see with Rogue One. So, uh, you know, I, I feel like they've got things well in hand. It's but it's you know you you put a certain I, amount of trust in I them. Really want this to 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 be good, and I'm really pulling for it. So I'm not going to be the type to be like, like there's there's you go through the comment threads and you just want to choke people. Right. Like, well, this is going to suck. This is going to suck. And that yeah. vice thing of like, well, this new Rogue One trailer proves that Rogue One uh, isn't doesn't look like it's going to suck after all. You know, and then clinging to this whole the whole reshoots argument. Well, reshoots mean it's it right. sucks and it's bullshit. No, that's not quite how it. Uh, I I think the more true test is going to be after Rogue One. Right now, we're still kind of relying on, um, we're still relying on Force Awakens. You know, we have this trust in Disney Marvel because we have fifteen films at this point, and we could say comfortably that all of those films have worked. But when it comes to Star Wars, we still only have episode seven. And while I feel it worked immensely and I was happy and I'm not nitpicky and I loved every second of it. Right. Even with Rogue One, like there's still that little bit of hesitation. Like, is it really going to be good? This is the first movie outside of the general scope of things. How's it going to be handled? If Rogue One is a hit, which I think that it will be, I think that's going to give people a lot more confidence because now it's like, all right. They handled the original material very well. They handled the first spinoff very well. Now you have my full trust. Right. You have most of my trust right now. Right. And I'm then comfortable. They'll dash it with something terrible. That's right. And then they'll bring Jar Jar Binks back and shit on the dinner table. <laughs> but anyway, all right, we can move on. We, let's do one or two more things, maybe before we take our first break. Sure. I don't know. What do we do? What do we do? Um, There's Willy Wonka. The... We could do that. Oh no! Did you want to do something? Pick something. Uh, I was gonna say uh, Willy Westworld, but uh... <laughs> yeah. All right. So no, Willy... yeah, let, let's do Willy Wonka. So Get Willy Wonka is getting another movie. Uh, it's a prequel. Uh, it is no way related to either the Gene Wilder movie or the Johnny Depp movie. Uh, so this is this is another another Willy Wonka movie, and it's weird because uh, with the Johnny Depp one, we already got a sort of prequel. Right. Like there, were, that was a lot of prequely stuff in there. Um, I just don't think we need more Willy Wonka at this point. Gene Wilder just, the, you know what I mean? Like the dirt is still sitting there fresh. Can't we just? Can't You're we saying just... you want uh, Warner Brothers to put their Willy away? Uh, that's what I'm saying. Gotcha. That's what, that's what I'm, I'm hoping that Oompa Loompas take this script and shove it up a chocolate tube. That's I, what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I, yeah, I just, I don't get it. Why? There's why? no it, need. Th- this isn't even from the school of like, why do remakes and why? There's no ideas left in Hollywood anymore. Gar, gar, gar. I, I. I just, I, I just don't get it. I don't, I don't get, I don't get it. Why? Why is this, is this, is this necessary? It's not. Yeah, it's just, it's just not. Uh, th- this, th- I don't know. I, I'm always willing to give things a chance, but it just seems like a, a truly unnecessary uh, area to delve into. And I'm honestly kind of surprised that the estate said, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, that sounds good. Well, if you read that article, it sounds like they kind of just bought up the rights to it. And the estate is probably at this point like, ah, fuck it. Is it worth money? All right, we'll sell it. Yeah. I'm, like, uh... they don't care, you know? All right. I, I don't want to spend a lot of time on that. No. Um, quick one-two punch. It just broke maybe about two hours ago um, that Sherlock is coming back January 1st. Wait, what? Yeah. It literally, like, I just got a text two minutes ago, and then I double-checked it. And, wow. And uh, it hit Twitter about two and a half hours ago. I didn't even know they had, they had gone to filming that. Yeah, I well, he, he I think he started filming as soon as he was done with uh, Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. by the way, which opens up in a week and a half. Holy and shit. And I cannot wait. It looks so good. Preliminary reviews on Doctor Strange have been huge. They've been great. On Rotten Tomatoes, I know Rotten Tomatoes is not a great thing, but whatever. You have to I, – I look at it at least a little bit. There's only one Rotten. Right. So far, take it. What's, um, take it. As, don't uh, take the aggregator for for the numbers. Take, right. Just look at what's being said. Exactly. That's the way I treat the tomatoes. Um, did you see the little video that he released? That that Disney Marvel released. It's it's Doctor Strange. So it's Benedict Cumberbatch batch in his like civvies. He's not mm-hmm. all cape and shit. But he's he's going through footage of Civil War, diagnosing the Avengers after certain fight scenes. Like when Black oh, Panther wow. scratches uh, uh, um, 
cap in, right. the, in the one scene. He's like, he's like, ah, it's just a scratch. Put a bandit on it. I mean, maybe like it tested for rabies, but it's it'll probably be fine. <laughs> and like Winter Soldier gets his arm ripped off, and he's like, he's like, he's like, damn it, I'm a doctor, not a tech guy. It's, <laughs> it's very funny. And it it was very well done. And it's, it it's a little vignette. You could. It's probably about a minute and a half long total. Did you see his Kimmel segment as well? I missed the Kimmel segment. Oh wait, no, is that the one with the kids? It's the kids. Where he throws he the kids, kids through the magician. portal. Yes. Oh my god! It's it's. I did it's see that. Fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Uh, not a spoiler because we're not going to talk about the content because I don't know what the content is. But much like all of the Marvel movies, if you're going to see Doctor Strange, there are two. Uh, there are two stingers. There's a that mid credit and, and, and a post credit. Yeah. Okay. Um, so make sure that you stick around stick to the very around, end because you don't know by now to stick around to the very end when going to see a fucking Marvel movie. Right. Um, let's see. One, one, let's do because we have a pretty big, good second segment. So let's do real quick. Sean the sheep. Sean the sheep. Wow, I'm fucked with S's Sean, tonight. Sean the sheep has the sequel for Sean the sheep. Uh, the sequel is going into development over at Ardman Studios. If you're not a fan of Sean the sheep or Ardman Studios, I, I mean, I can't really help you there. Are you a fan who, of Ardman? Who sent you this uh, story? Sneezer? Yeah, Sneezer. Sneezer. Uh, he liked Sneezer, by the way. <laughs> um, but uh, we'll get to Sneezer in segment two. But uh, are you a fan of Ardman? You know, like uh, uh, um, Chicken Run and Wallace and Gromit? I... I wouldn't call myself a fan. I know okay. when I've spotted them on, I've sat and watched them and laughed my yeah. balls off at a lot of the stuff that was going on, but I don't really know it. And like, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a fan. I don't, I just, it's, if, if it happens to be on, right. Hey, that's funny. So, I mean, if you know mm-hmm. Wallace and Gromit, uh, chicken run, even if you know, Sean, the sheep, the, the style is adorable. It is adorable. Yeah. It's clay. It started out as traditional claymation. And now I think it is part claymation, part animation or 3d animation. I think it's part computer generated to okay. look like claymation still. Okay. Uh, but the style is still pretty awesome. Um, and the Sean, the sheep show is clearly intended for children. But not really. They never it's are. It's really layered well. The good well. ones never are. It's really layered well. So I'm, I actually <laughs> Look at the Animaniacs. The first one. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited for that. Um, Uncharted looks like it's moving forward. Um, they have a director for it now. It's going to be uh, Sean Levi from Stranger Things, Night at the Museum, Real Steel. I mean, one of those things is good. Um, uh, easy now. The, the original in the museum is a blast. Uh, the first one is all right. Um, I, and I, yeah, I, I didn't hate Real Steel. Yeah, I know it was, it, it was, it was goofy. Rock and yeah. Robots, the movie, yeah. but actually it had some heart and it was a good. It was it was it was like uh, over the top with Hugh Jackman and right. and robots. But know? Uncharted is the one video game franchise for quite some time outside of Assassin's Creed that they've saying should be developed. It's essentially an Indiana Jones. It's an adventurer. Yeah. It's a you know. It, um, so that that'll be interesting. Uh, hopefully, I honestly I think depending on how well Assassin's Creed does, that will make or break future video game movies. I think a lot is going to be riding yeah, on that movie. Yeah, and th- I mean th- this is I, Sean Levy. T- <clears throat> t- take him or leave him as far as your opinion goes. I think he's a he's a good fit for what tone they'd probably need for an Uncharted film. What has me excited about it is Joe Carnahan. Uh, I love the gray. That's uh, Liam Neeson fights the wolves, the motion picture. Right. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that. Uh, and Narc is also excellent. Uh, Carnahan's a beast. So uh, I, I think if there's if there's a person that's that's a good uh, tag in to do this script, that's you got a winner right there. So that, I I'm, I think Uncharted's Char- gonna be impressive. I don't right. I know precious little about the the game beyond the first one, and I I barely played that one because I am terrible at video games. Uh, but uh, yeah. All right. I I'm, think we I'm can, impressed. I think we can take our first break because we have a lot of product and other stuff to get to in segment two. Coolness. So uh, with that, PK, we will take our first break. Uh, Big Kev's Geek Stuff, episode 430. Uh, Ken only wants to talk about Westworld. Ah, hello there. This is Sven Gulli from Meet TV, and you're listening to Super Game Stuff with Coke Logic. I'm just reading this. That's what he told me to read. But it, really, you are listening. <laughs> Ahoy hoy, and welcome to Game Stuff. I am your host, Count Logic. <laughs> Apparently, October 20th is the new Megaton Day if you're looking to unveil your big surprise. Nintendo has officially named and revealed its next hybrid handheld-slash-home console, the Nintendo Switch. It looks like a Wii U tablet, but now you're not tethered to six feet from your TV. It's a system you can take with you, like a handheld. One of the massive reasons why Nintendo Wii U failed because Nintendo was very vague about the assumption that the entirety of the world had come to, that it was portable. So they fixed that. Take it anywhere. Or place the Switch into a docking station and the handheld becomes a home console. Getting a boost in power from the docking station, 
and present it on your big-ass TV. Everything sounds really good. Although we still don't know the price, I'm guessing $400. Analysts are saying they can't sell for more than $300. But if these dickweeds were ever right about anything, they'd be retired, living off of their investments and not speculating upon the unpredictable market of video games. And the rumor is the battery life is three hours. Which sounds about right. Just streaming Netflix on a tablet is going to soak the battery. Now you're inputting buttons and running AI? Of course it's going to be short. But that's something they might be able to fix. It's just a rumor. But we'll have to wait and see. Until then, we just have to wait until March 2017 when the Nintendo Switch is officially released. <laughs> and now for some new releases. Unchronologically released is Battlefield 1. I played the beta and I love the multiplayer. It seems like a great game. Set during World War I, it's the first time in a long time Battlefield feels like a return to form to the open world warfare of Battlefield 1942. <laughs> world of Final Fantasy is a weird ass game. Cutesy characters and member berries abound. It's a kids game, with basic turn based combat and chibi little heroes from the past Final Fantasy games. The con is it's a 50 hour game. Who is this for? Are you prepared for that? World of Final Fantasy is $60 on PlayStation 4. <laughs> Still cashing in on last gen, Batman Return to Arkham has been released. A remaster that changes character models, not always for the better, and does its best to try to stay above 30 frames per second. With a $60 price tag, you're much better off just going to eBay and buying the last gen versions for $2.50 a piece. <laughs> Civilization 6. This is the sixth game in the series. You know what it's about. You either like it, or you dislike this type of game. Civ 6 is $60 on PC. <laughs> the Ashes of Arendelle DLC is out now for Dark Souls 3. It's a bit on the short side at 4 hours, but from what I've played the new area is a great addition to the game. Ashes of Arendelle is $15 on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. <laughs> and finally, because the new trend is to release on a Friday, Titanfall 2 and Skyrim Special Edition will be out this week. Probably while you're listening to this podcast. Skyrim Special Edition is the no-brainer money-making remaster for the current-gen console. And Titanfall 2 is the game Titanfall 1 should have been, if they didn't cut corners and rush to market. This is Coke Logic signing off for GameStop. Build the Millennium Falcon. A one-to-one -one replica of the original Empire Strikes Back movie prop. Working lights and stunning interior detail. Complete with a moving ramp. Build the Millennium Falcon step-by-step -step with your comprehensive build guides, die-cast metal, and highly detailed resin parts. Call now or go online to buildmillenniumfalcon.com and get started today. Hey, this is Tyler Hecklin playing Superman on Supergirl, and this is Big Kev's Geek Stuff. I hurt myself today to see if I still feel. I focus on the pain. Hecklin? Who knew? I didn't know. I had no idea. Hecklin? I wouldn't have guessed. Just like I would have never guessed Shizor back in the day. What the fuck is an O doing in there? That's not a lot of names. I gotta say, though, man, he fucking good on that show. The two episodes he was on. And that show is actually pretty decent. I don't care how good he is. His name is Hochlin. Yeah. <laughs> Sound like you're clearing your throat. Hochlin. And, and it also it sounds like you're clearing your throat while uh, with brain freeze is really kind of what it sounds like. Uh, it's what it feels like, actually. Yeah. So, so, uh, so you know, <laughs> that, conveyed. that show, Supergirl, of course, is, is at this point... Uh, spoiler alert if you haven't watched this week's episode, but I don't care if I'm spoiling something for you. Uh, they introduced Miss Martian this week, and they really could just do a Young Justice show at this point. They have all the characters they need to do it, and they should just do it. That should be their new show. Young Justice, give me Wally, give me Miss Martian, give me Speedy, and give me Canary, and we're good to go. 
you should create a petition. No, no, <laughs> no, I, I will not. I will not go that far. <laughs> but let's talk about some awesome sponsors that we had there. Of course, actually, before that, we had an awesome Coke Logic. We'll get to some of those points real quick mm-hmm. um, in a moment. But uh, buildthemillenniumfalcon.com. You've heard us talk about it week after week. It is probably one of the best builder collectibles out there that you can get. If you're interested in ordering it yourself, you can go to buildthemillenniumfalcon.com. Click on the link on the website, or you can give them a call. 877-544-6779. Yes, so check that out, and uh, we'll probably continue to talk about them, hopefully, when the R2 comes out as well. Um, returning to the show this week after a week off is our friend, definitely Craig, definitely returning, definitely returning Snodgrass art. Uh, that Kickstarter campaign did get funded. So congratulations to him. That's awesome. We're super excited for awesome. that. Awesome. Awesome. Um, you could check out shop.snodgrassart.com and, uh, the coupon code he's upping the ante friends and listeners really? 20% off if you use code big kev at shop.snodgrassart.com and that's off your first order still uh he just that's not what he said so go order take advantage now while the order is good there you go um and and look continue to support uh craig and uh snodgrass art on instagram and twitter it's uh it's definitely worth your your time his art awesome is fantastic shit. awesome awesome stuff uh, Victorian Inc. also back this week <laughs> in lovely Elizabeth, New Jersey. Uh, what, what, what was his name? Sneezer? Sneezer is a fantastic artist whom we love and adore, <laughs> who embraced Sneezer like some of our sponsors do. They embrace their names sometimes. Yes. So uh, you can check them out. 803 Bayway Avenue in Elizabeth, New Jersey at Tattoo Caesar on Instagram, uh, Facebook.com backslash Victorian Inc. And just a note on that uh, on that name. It's uh, Caesar spelled C-E-S-A-R on oh, that. Oh, yes. Uh, sorry. Some, some folks made a, a comment. Caesar. Uh, looking for uh, Caesar as in the uh, Roman emperor. Right. No. Uh, with that spelling or, or the salad. As it were. Uh, but no, he is. Uh, it's a CE on that for Tattoo Caesar. Just go to Victorian Inc. and all of the links are there as well. Did you see, uh, was it the, the, the Carrie tattoo that he posted? I think yes. this past week. Oh my God. I'm not even a huge Carrie fan, but I was like, fucking A, that's awesome. He is ridiculous. So uh, yeah, definitely check him out. Check out his art. Check out his shop if you're local. Go in and say hi. Let them know we sent you. And you've got two people. And last week it was two-thirds of the room, but with Kev not joining us, yes. 100% of the room, not only are we uh, are we fans right. of Victorian Inc., but we're also a client. And I would say 75% of the people in this house right now. That is correct. <laughs> also that is correct. Uh, clients. And that, chi- that child didn't scream loud at all for his. Uh, no, he, 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 he took that. He took that. And look, and it was a face tattoo. That's always yeah, really rough. Very but, impressive. You know, he killed a bitch and you have to get it. So yeah, you what are you going to do? Gotta do? You got to get that. You got to get that tier. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yes, please check out Victorian <laughs> Inc. Uh, no, no, we did not tattoo a baby. We thought about Stop it. Stop it. My wife we, got my son a shirt. considered it. My wife got my son a shirt that says uh, only was it 13 more years until my first tattoo. <laughs> so he's been he's been wearing that proudly. Perfect. And uh, it's it's probably true because I wouldn't be surprised um, if he gets one on his 18th birthday. Sir, be careful what you wish. for. He's, <laughs> he's going to be the next like human puzzle, dude. <laughs> <laughs> which, uh, which would, I, you know, whatever, you know, he can do it. He, he, he can take on the world, man. Yeah. And uh, speaking of. Fantastic, amazing, superb, awesome artists. Uh, friend of this show, uh, I'm a personal fan and collector. Anthony Helmer is coming to New Jersey Comic Expo Genius. on uh, November 19th and 20th. This is going to be his first East Coast comic uh, uh, convention appearance. He's going to be in Artist Alley A1. Man, is that a prime spot. We uh, we hope to be there on the 20th, I believe, on the Sunday. Cool. Um, because, uh, no offense to Anthony Helmer, but on, on Saturday, um, we cannot be there. We have a, a, something else that we have to attend to that may or may not involve empanadas. But that being said, right, you should definitely go to New Jersey Comic Expo. It's an awesome convention. Anthony's work is fantastic. He's probably one of my all-time favorite artists. Um, again, I have seven or eight pieces in the studio of his. He did that awesome black cat of me. I forgot to mention that last week when That's I made right. the Felicia Hardy joke. The uh, the the uh, gaming the merciless. Yes, uh, one. Yes, <laughs> yes, gaming the merciless or or Doctor Venture Cat, um, <laughs> depending on how you look at it. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Ming, he's Ming the Fabulous. Ming the Fabulous. There you go. He's going to have original art, uh, sketch covers, prints. Um, he does awesome pinup work, Marvel, uh, Disney stuff. 
and um, free handshake or a photo op with a beer. That was the clarification we got. You know, we get we get notes. Wait, so you're, the photo is is with a beer? Yeah, or, yeah no. Or you provide the beer. If and you get provide the free a beer, you get a you get a free handshake uh, and a photo okay, op. Gotcha. gotcha, gotcha. Uh, I say that you should bring him uh, a six pack because why not? Yep. I'm going to bring him a six pack. Does he have a, a preference? I mean, we're we're inviting trouble. Like we're inviting people coming along with like, you know, old duels and 12 horse. No, 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 no. He is a craft brew drinker. Oh. So so check Get out fancy. his check out his Instagram feed. He posts some nice looking beers. Nice. I'm not going to bring him no crap. I'm not going to bring him no uh I'm not going to bring him no Bud Light. Is what I'm saying. Nicey, nice. You know what I mean? I'll find something. Maybe I'll go over to Demented. I'll bring him something from there. You know, Ooh, yeah, I have, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm screaming. I have options. I am not a beer drinker, and I actually drank a couple beers that I enjoyed at Demented. So that's uh, what I'm screaming. That might be a good path. Uh, you could pre-order your original art now to pick up at the convention. You can follow him uh, on Instagram, like I said, Anthony.Helmer. That's H-E-L-M-E-R. And you can also go to anthonyhelmer.bigcartel.com if you want to check out some of the prints and originals he has for sale currently. And there's a link on the website now, too. There's a banner on the site you can click on. You know what I haven't done in what? years? What? I, I was so excited to start it. I started it at New York Comic Con. I don't even know how many years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, remember the live scribe pens I was ranting oh, and raving about? Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah. And I have uh, three or four really fun sketches that were all, that were done through live scribe. So it was almost like an interview. And you're seeing the if you're watching it through the live scribe site or through through whatever means with the, the gadget, you're seeing the sketch take place. Uh, almost while there's an interview happening between me and uh, Todd Knock actually was probably my favorite one of the bunch. He did the Spider-Man. That was awesome. Uh, do you know, is Anthony doing uh, like commission sketches on the spot there probably? Why don't you hit him up on uh, Instagram I or through his that. website? I might and, have to do and, that and, and add him, him to that book. Cause that's how that works. And check out his Inktober right now. He does Inktober each year and he posts something each day and they've been, they've been awesome. There's, there's half a dozen that I want. Last year out of Inktober, I got, that's why I ended up with the Kaylee, because mm-hmm. he did a whole Firefly run uh, last year. I was pissed I didn't get Saffron. Someone nabbed uh, Saffron from me. But uh, but yes, definitely check him out um, and check him out at that convention. Go to that show. It's going to be a fun time. Awesome. Um, let's move on. We have some products, but I also want to talk about the Logan trailer, of course, yes. because we played that lovely music. Uh, thank you for uh, to Sea Monkey. We know that you saw the trailer. He left a voicemail saying that trailer was amazing. Everybody thought the trailer was amazing, Frank. <laughs> I mean, we love you and all, but I'm just saying, you know, you're at the point right now as far as geek stuff uh, fans go. You've reached the point right now where we could just reference you. We don't even have to play your voicemail anymore. <laughs> Thank you for the voicemail. We always appreciate you calling in. The trailer was amazing. Yeah. I loved it. Uh, looks looks highly emotional. Uh, really strong on an acting front. Are they – were they – are they – targeting an R rating with this one as well or is that are they kind of well teasing that where where's this one well reside? did you see there were two versions of the trailer there was an international version of the trailer that had a a, a second or two that they couldn't oh, show in the u.s version that, of the I've trailer that. i did not see that um are you do you mind if i spoil it or are you gonna no, see no, no, it? No. okay so pretty much it's it's uh it's uh hugh jackman as wolverine um extending the claws under someone's jaw and they Ooh. come out the top of his head. Well, okay. So it's gory. Um, they certainly could push for the R if right. they wanted to. Although with the introduction of X-23, right, which that's the one thing that I'm a little bit, huh, do we need X-23? But with the introduction of X-23, I don't know if they're going to want to try to hit like a mixed demographic because she right. is a younger right, right. X-Men and you could potentially have a tie in there. I- I'm hoping that they, I'm hoping they, they skate a fine line, but right. you, you got a good, strong young female character. You don't, right. want, you don't want to lose that demo. Right. Uh, so I don't yeah. know how they're going to play okay. that. Um, but the trailer looks good. Definitely. Wolverine is not healing the way he, and, the way he used to. And listen, we, we can, uh, I mean, from a violence perspective, you know, they can certainly go pretty far. I mean, as evidenced by on, on, you know, standard cable television this past Sunday with the walking dead, they can pretty go, go deep on, uh, on, uh, yes. the violence and, uh, and probably still get away with the PG 13. So, uh, yeah. Interesting. Um, I wanted to hit on some product real quick. Um, Unless you had, unless you wanted to, hit, we're running a little bit long this evening as we always do, uh, as usual. Um, I wanted to hit on some product real quick. Unless you had something else from the preps you wanted to hit on. Unless we wanted to mention anything about uh, Stephen Merchant and the Caliban look here. Oh since we yeah. Are talking about Logan. Um, so Cal- Stephen Merchant, it, it, it sounds as though he's going to be playing Caliban in the upcoming uh, Logan movie, although that's not yet confirmed. Um, 
it's definitely not like the Caliban that was on the Horseman. It's more like the Caliban that was part of the Morlocks, as far as the right. look is concerned. The the kind of skinny, bald Caliban, not the jacked up. He he's he's got that whole like finding mutants cerebro style power yes. too, right? Right, okay. and and that makes sense with the story that Logan's going for because you know. Professor X tells Logan, look, or, or Wolverine tells Professor X, look, there's, there are no more mutants. They're all gone. And then X-23 comes about. And so my my guess is that Caliban is, is looking for other mutants, whether it's for good or nefarious reasons. I assume nefarious. Um, so he's a good character to have in there. And if Professor X isn't around to really man Cerebro or can't man Cerebro, if Jean Grey isn't around to man or right. handle Cerebro, you need someone who can essentially – fill that void and Caliban is a good choice for that. So um, although it's not confirmed that he's Caliban, it's pretty obvious. I think he's going to be right. Caliban. So now, now you were unclear on this. So this might be good to put out to uh, if anyone would like to call the, the GVM line. 425-920-6050. But I'm, I'm curious. I, I know fuck all about old man Logan. Right. I, I have yet to read it. And I, I, I just, I don't know a thing about it. I, I don't even know. I sure. just know it's old Logan. Right. Um, but do we have any idea if, uh, if they're going in that direction with Logan, if it's, if it's going to reflect some form of old man Logan thing, other than old man Logan, he is like really old yeah. old man Logan. Apparently you were saying that earlier. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm just curious if they're going to go into that territory since it's supposedly Hugh Jackman's Wolverine swan song. It it seems that way. It seems they, they're definitely pulling some elements from the old man Logan story. Um, and they're pulling some elements from things that affect Logan in the old man Logan story, like his reduced healing factor. Right. He still heals, but not quite as smooth. Um, I think it's going to be a, they're going to sample from it healthily without actually gotcha. doing Old Man Logan, I, I think, is what we'll see when that plays out. Going to be a lot of product placement for Neosporin, is that? Yes. For this, yes. <laughs> this particular yeah. film. Yeah. Skin grafts playing a, a major role <laughs> in, uh, in Logan. Logan um, skin pants. <laughs> um, moving on to some product very quickly. Um, and this is comic book related because it happens to also be comic book day. I got uh, in the mail this week my Versus Issue 1, which was a Scott Blair Kickstarter um, project. And it's it's... Pretty much uh, vampires versus uh, werewolves. I haven't read it yet. I just love Scott's artwork. I mean, it's his artwork is outstanding. I um, mean, enormous boobies on the one. Yeah, cover well, there. he does a lot of pinupy types. I don't want to open this on. He you, did. But... Uh, he did the black canary that's up there. That, there's some glare on that. But... Oh, but oh, that, yeah. that's, okay. that's his work as well. And hello cleavage. Yeah. Okay, so I'm, I'm detecting a theme yeah. here. Um, but he also did that. He also did the 10 Things I Hate About You mini print that I have in the office. That's uh, Harley Quinn and Heath Ledger Joker. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So, I mean, he, his art is beautiful and the Kickstarter campaign cool. was, was great. And I picked those up. So uh, those are actually available for purchase as well. So check them out uh, with your new books. Gator Bait Comics. Yeah. It's his own print. Pretty cool. So, uh, so definitely check that out. In the product world, I got my new cargo crate last week. Mm. It continues to be the best subscription box I think that's out there. I don't believe you. It, 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 every single time it comes out, I don't regret a single item that's in the box. The, this month's theme was wash. So, you know, wait, so I'm now I'm completely confused. Which, yeah. which box is this you're talking about? Uh, this is the, uh, this is the cargo crate box. For, I'm not saying the name for what though. He's not here. You can't pressure me. God damn Serenity. It. <laughs> uh, the, the wash figure is behind him, you. I almost yeah. had him. Uh, or the statue this month is behind you. Um, and he that, looks great. That's just a, a realistic version of the uh, cartoon one that I, that I have at home. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I it's interesting cause they, they, for, for these, like, um, the Jane one, he's in a different pose. I thought what they right. were, they were going to do is basically mimic the original little damn hero statues, uh, in these new versions of little damn heroes, but as you know, more realistic sculpts of the, of the characters, yeah, no, but they've kind of departed in some, but kept it in others. It's, it's a, a strange approach. Cause but he's I, not even in his Hawaiian shirt in that outfit. He's also, he's, that's also he's in the jumpsuit, yeah. um, which he's in, in that scene, um, right. in, in that, in that particular episode. So, uh, I which really I think was the this. pilot, wasn't it? That is the pilot episode. He's, yeah. he's holding the two dinosaurs a la curse your sudden, but inevitable betrayal. So, so that's great. Um, speaking of the statue is terrific. Yeah. That's, I love his expression too. We also get the inevitable betrayal playset. What? <laughs> this that, month that fit in that box. Yeah. The box Jeez is ginormous. Christ. 
so that's pretty awesome. It is a Stegosaurus and a Tyrannosaurus and a palm tree. Oh my god! Yeah. Jesus, we, this is. Uh... <laughs> we got the many faces of Wash shirt, and I'm glad that they didn't go dark and make the last face Hark. Oh god! Because I would have laughed and cried at the same time. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Oh man, is this a great box? I like. That's what she said. Flabbergasted, terrified. Yeah. Um. There is a cool I Am a Leaf on the Wind pin this month um, with Wash piloting uh, the Serenity. There is um, There are some cool mini posters that are planet-based. So Persephone, Higgins Moon, Hera, and Beaumont. 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 Yeah. Beaumont. 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 So those are really nice. Well done. Um, there's a con man door hanger um, because that's Alan Tudyk's project. There is um, there is the signal, which is the the newsletter that comes with the book, and of course each one is themed to the box. This is of course mostly uh, Alan Tudyk theme. There's an interview with him. There's some stuff about Wash, some stuff about previous boxes and fans, etc. So that's really cool. Um, Very nice. Uh, speaking of the signal, the uh, Mutter's milk recipe in the Jane one. Yes, you need to try that. Is it really tasty? It's actually really tasty. Damn it, I gotta do try it. Um, one thing that they also did for this is they actually changed the box also. So up until now, the box has been – when you open up the box, the imprint on the inside of the box is the cargo bay of Serenity. Right. But for Wash's box, they oh, actually it changed it to uh, the, the bridge, I guess, or the, the, you know, the, the pilot's uh, – yeah, uh, uh, seat of, it's, of it. It's the little things. It's the these, little these things. Little like, details that's really are nice. so sharp. And then the last thing that came in the box was the Firefly Flux Saffron Expansion four card set. Really? Now I have been toying with Flux for a while, and I haven't committed to it. Right. Because just for reasons, there's there's so many different. I I I have no idea how to play the game. I've never played Neither it. But are, there, there are millions of different versions, and all of them sound fun. And, yep. and there's millions that tie to things that we are fans of. But now that this is out, I know we're in trouble. So so this came out, and I opened it, and I was like, motherfucker, because I know how my brain works. I cannot have this in my house without also yeah. out having this you bought the main game I, of course you? i did like the next day i went on amazon and it was at my house a day and a half later for like <laughs> 10 bucks or whatever it was 15 bucks maybe so so now i i have to i have to we have to play can i can i take a look yeah of course yeah i, I, I sort of peeked at this before but uh look at you saffron awesome uh, but you know, there's no way I can have that expansion pack in my house staring at me. Are there other expansion packs beyond just this four so card? So that is the thing? first expansion pack. Okay. It is not exclusive to the crate. That was you my actually next, my next can question. get it on their website, uh, whatever the Flux website is. I for Looney Games or something like that. Uh-huh. In addition to the Saffron Lo- expansion. Looney Labs. Looney Labs. In, in addition to the Saffron expansion, there are two additional promo cards that they have released as as like promotional cards. Like uh, they were in-store um promos that you got with purchases but they've made those available for sale as well for a dollar a piece so if you don't have the crate you can go to the looney labs website you can buy the saffron expansion and the two promo cards for less than 10 bucks shipped and that's going to be uh looneylabs.com yeah that's an easy one so hopefully we'll get to play the game yeah i know there's a hundred of them cthulhu flux zombie flux star flux monty python flux batman flux fire flux adventure time flux Regular show flux, nature flux, pirate flux, and holiday flux, and I still don't think that's all of them. Yeah, no, there's a ton of them. So um, definitely check this out. We hope I hope we can talk about it in an upcoming episode. We, um, we should do a li- yeah. we should do a little uh, we should have a play date. Let's do it and uh, and play the game and talk about how much we love playing the goddamn game. Game. There you go. On a future episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff. But I think I think that's it. Uh, okay, I don't. That's I don't it on, on the, that's all the uh, the products. That's we got. it. We got That's nothing it. else. Nothing well, else. I mean, now we've got ample time to talk about Westworld. No, we're not. We're not. We're not going to talk about Westworld anymore. I. But episode five, we have to let the we have to let the audience catch up. Can we let the audience catch up? Will first? you people watch this show? Yes, watch the show. Come on. Look, even the music is telling you it's time to shush. Yeah, I know. 
It's time to wrap up the show. Don't forget, you can check us out online each and every week over at bkgeekstuff.com. You can go to amazon.bkgeekstuff.com to support us via the Amazon affiliate link. That is very helpful. Yep. Please check out all of our sponsors, Snodgrass Art, Build Millennium Falcon, Anthony Homer, and uh, Caesar from Victorian Inc. in Elizabeth, New Jersey. That would be hugely helpful. These people sponsor the show. When you help them out, it helps us out. So we, we, we ask you to do that. Um, you can find us on facebook.com backslash bkgeekstuff across social media platforms i'm geek stuff og on all of them um pk likes to be slightly more difficult it's only slightly but it's not not by choice it just sort of no. happened that way i'm on twitter at uh at kr marlo m-a-r-l-o and then over on instagram because they're dicks uh i had to do uh k robert marlo right and then uh, big kev is big uh big kev gs on uh on all those oh no he's uh i'm sorry he is bk geek stuff now across all those platforms um, don't forget, of course, if you'd like to participate and you don't want to be frank and you actually want to hear your voicemail played on an upcoming episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff, you can give us a call at the GVM line. 425-920-6050. And you may hear yourself on a future episode. And uh, I think that's it, PK. Do you have anything else? Uh, I have nothing else. W- would you mind terribly if I uh, sent this off? No, go for this it. One? So uh, I think we'll uh, we'll close out this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff uh, the way we uh, we close some episodes of uh, Big Kev's Geek Stuff, and uh, we'll say good night, Steve Dillon, wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music. Roads go ever, ever on Over rock and under tree By caves where never sun has shone By streams that never find the sea Roads go ever, ever on under cloud and under star Yet feet that wandering have gone Will turn at last to home afar Over snow by winter sown And through the merry flowers of June Over grass and over stone Under the mountains in the moon Roads go ever, ever on Over rock and under tree By caves where never sun has shone by streams that never find the sea.